Day. We have a special guest speaker here this morning, somebody who uh, is in-house and has been a part of this church for a while, and, uh, and Heidi Craig, we're so glad that you have accepted the offer to come speak to us. Michelle and I got to meet you just over about a year and a half ago as she was the head of the, the search committee looking for a pastor, and uh, she did such a great job, and you truly impressed us, and, and many of you may not know this, but she's pursuing her credentials uh, to be a credentialed minister with the Assemblies of God. And I think that's just a real worthy cause. And so we're excited to have you come and share with us. You have your entire family here this morning. So please greet Heidi Craig as she comes and shares with us. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you for the warm welcome. Um, I want to welcome everyone who's here today in person and watching online. It is really not a mistake that you're here today. It's on purpose. And I'm so thankful that you took the time to watch or come in person. Our sermon today is titled, You Are Enough. God Picked You. As Pastor said, my name is Heidi. Um, I have been married to Dustin for 15 years now. And he, <laughs> he really is my, my better half. And I say that with sincerity and honesty because he truly makes me a better person. We have three beautiful girls and one happy puppy, let me tell you. They, they carry him around in this little puppy backpack we got him on their bikes, and some of the neighbors are like, what is that thing? He's spoiled. We were fortunate enough to have a photograph taken with our uh, three girls and all four of their great-grandmothers. Such an amazing thing. Uh, these girls are so blessed. They have had a chance to know all of their great-grandmothers. Um, on your left, uh, sitting down in the purple is Annabelle Craig. This is one of Dustin's grandmothers. Annabelle, gosh, where do I start? What a woman of God. So faithful. Always, always in the word. Always seeking God to guide her. And she's always praying for her family. Standing up next to her is one of my grandmothers, uh, Lorraine Wilson, uh, both Annabelle and Lorraine are here today, by the way, and I just, I'm so blessed that they're, they're present with us. Uh, my grandma Lorraine has been an inspiration to me for a number of years. She, she was somebody who was always there for me. In high school, <clears throat> excuse me, in high school I remember just kind of, you know, sometimes you, you just go through a lot, right? High school is hard. And my grandma was always there, always there to lift me up, always there to take me to her house and make me a homemade meal. She just was, at every sporting event I was in, she's just an amazing, amazing picture of a grandmother. Sitting down next to her is um, my other grandma, uh, my late grandma, Teresa Welch. She actually lived right across the field from us um, on the farm, and so often I would run across the field to her house. And I loved that because she always had something fresh made for us. 
whether it was homemade cookies or, or bread with, oh gosh, um, freezer jam, right? Freezer strawberry jam. That is just the best. Man, on a warm piece of bread. Wonderful woman of God as well. Uh, standing up behind her is Dustin's other grandma, uh, Nancy Klimek. Uh, this woman amazes me. She raised seven daughters. Not two, not three, seven. What an inspiration, let me tell you. The impact that these ladies have had on our lives is priceless. There's one thing they all have in common, though, is their ability to show love. <clears throat> Next, I want to I wanna take a moment and just acknowledge that today can be a really difficult day for a lot of women. Maybe you could not have kids. Maybe you chose not to have children. Maybe you've had a child who has died. That makes today extremely tough. And I just pray that God would touch your hearts in a mighty way today. When pastor asked me to speak, I was excited and nervous at the same time. I've been asking God for weeks kind of what he wanted me to, to share with you all. And he laid on my heart, you are enough. You are what your kids need. Not someone else. They need you. Do you ever have times where you think, wow, look at that mom. She's got it all together. Her kids are so well-behaved. Her family looks so happy. Well, newsflash, people, she doesn't. No mom does. That's why we have to be there for each other. Just like Pastor Sheldon was saying this morning, it's so important that we're all there for each other. This is tough stuff. Whether you're a mom, an aunt, a grandma, a great-grandmother, or even a godmother. There are kids around you who need you. They need your love and your influence in their lives. God picked you. He picked you to love these kids, but also to minister to them. See, all women play an important role. I have a little video as well uh, to play today. I mean, honestly and truly, wow. Adam didn't know what he was getting when he got Eve. Well, maybe he did. You know, he was a man and he didn't know what else to call her, so he just looked at her and said, whoa, man. <laughs> And that's how we got woman. <laughs> Mom and dad were watching TV. By the way, this is from out of my book, The Confident Woman, which you can get. And if you're a guy, you can just put tape over the woe. <laughs> Same message will work for you. Anyway, 
Mom and Dad were watching TV when Mom said, I'm tired and it's getting late and I think I'll go to bed. She got up, went to the kitchen to make sandwiches for the next day's lunches, rinsed out the dessert bowls, took meat out of the freezer for supper, the for supper the following evening, checked the cereal box levers, filled the sugar container, put spoons in the bowls, put bowls on the table, started the coffee pot for brewing the next morning, put some wet clothes in the dryer, put a load of clothes in the washer, ironed a shirt, sewed on several loose buttons, picked up the game pieces left on the table, put the telephone book back in the drawer. She watered the plants, emptied a wastebasket, hung up a towel to dry. She yawned and stretched and headed for the bedroom. She stopped by the desk, wrote a note to the teacher, counted out some cash for a school outing, pulled out a textbook from under the chair, signed a birthday card for a friend, addressed and stamped the envelope, wrote a quick list for the supermarket the next day. She went and put both of those in her purse. Mom then creamed her face, put on moisturizer, brushed and flossed her teeth, trimmed her nails. Hubby called, I thought you were going to bed. I'm on my way, she said. She, <laughs> she put some water into the dog's pole, put the cat outside, made sure the doors were locked, took, looked in on each one of the children, turned on a bedside lamp, hung up a shirt, threw some dirty socks in the laundry basket, had a brief conversation with the one child still doing homework. In her own room, she set the alarm, laid out clothing for the next day, straightened up the shoe rack, added three things to her to-do list for the next day. About that time, the husband turned off the TV and announced to no one in particular, I'm going to bed, and he did. <laughs> Let me tell you something, women, you rock. The details that women take care of and keep up with to run a house, you men, you have no idea what God has given you. You just don't have the slightest idea. I'm going to bed. And he got up and he did. And that's true. Women take care of all that stuff. All those little tiny details that nobody even pays any attention to. So let me tell you, you never ever have to wonder if you're a good mother. You never have to wonder if you're a good wife. You need to start celebrating all the things that you do because you are amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing. Come on, let's give the, the mothers in here a big hand. Oh man, I, I just love this clip because it, it, it holds so true to me. There's always, gosh, a hundred things going on in my mind. Uh, it re reminds me of a book I read by Bill and uh, Pam Ferrell. Men are like waffles, women are like spaghetti. And they talk about the brain, how a woman's brain, there's like spaghetti, just intermingled and there's so many thoughts going on at one time. And a man's brain really is more like a waffle. There's little boxes for each task they're thinking about, and they don't in intermingle too often. Um, and it's just, it's just funny. It's just the way we're built, right? Well, let's, let's get into it. So uh, we're talking about enough today. E, every day, every day, your relationship with God, what does it look like? Do you talk to God on a regular basis? 
Do you spend time in his word? That's a hard one, right? We're so busy in the morning. How can we find time for such things? Did you know that each day, God patiently waits for you to seek him, to talk to him, to sit still in his presence? We don't know what our days will hold, but God does. And guess what, ladies? He wants to walk with us through each day. Ephesians 2.10, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God wants us to have good days. Our relationship with God sets the tone in our homes. Your relationship with God affects your kids and your grandkids. Build a relationship with God. Seek him every day. God loves you so much. If you've never heard that today, please know that. He loves you. And he wants you to seek him in all situations. And notice... Being present with our kids, what a hard thing to do sometimes. There's many distractions in life. There's supper to make, oh, laundry, the never-ending pile of laundry. I don't know where it comes from. There's always so much laundry. And then I'll say to the girls, did you wear this? Did you really wear this? Maybe you can wear it again. It's not really dirty. There's just so much. Mail, bills, everything needs our attention. And then there's Facebook. We gotta look at our Facebook. You know, it's just busy. We often don't take time for them. We don't take time for our own kids. We don't sit down and really listen to them. I know I don't do this very well. Our kids have long days too, and I think we forget about that sometimes. They just want to share with us how their day went. Often I'm too tired, and I just want to sit down. And then when I sit down, I start falling asleep. And my kids say my bedtime should be 8 or 8.30. Otherwise, I, I turn into crabby mom. Anybody else? So I challenge you to notice Notice your kids' facial expressions. Notice how excited they are when they see you. Please don't miss that. Don't be so busy or exhausted to notice the pure joy your kids have when they see you. Opportunity. We have an opportunity to love like Jesus. 1 Corinthians 13, 4, 7, 4 through 7. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not 
easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. How do we love our kids? Do they get the best of us each day, or do they get what's left over? Think about that. At the end of the day, do they get the, the best of you, or just the scraps? I also want us to think about how we treat our mothers. I want to review how Jesus cared for his mother. Make no mistake, Jesus greatly values the role you and I play as mothers. One of the last things Jesus does before he dies is he thinks of his mother. And this just hit me so hard. He wants to make sure his mother is cared for. In John 19, 26 and 27, when Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her into his home. Let's love like Jesus every day. You understand. We have to understand that we're going to make mistakes, and so are our kids. Sometimes we're really hard on ourselves, and sometimes we're even harder on our kids. It truly amazes me how forgiving kids can be when we yell or get really mad. It seems like their little hands and hearts are always there to hug us. Give us love. I had a really bad day a few months back. I was mad for a number of different reasons. And to top it off, my beloved puppy peed in the house yet again. And if anybody knows me and my relationship with my puppy, I get mad when he pees in the house. Really mad. I went up to my room. I was feeling overwhelmed. I just had to get away, so I went up to, to my room. Ladies, don't ever be afraid to go up to your room or your closet and take a time out. I'm not kidding. They're helpful. Anyway, I came out of my bedroom after a while, and I found this from my, my youngest daughter, Ellie. A post-it note. It says, a bad moment doesn't mean a bad day. Choose joy. That hit me like a ton of bricks. That sweet little heart knew exactly what I needed to hear. And I'll ever be thankful that she wrote that. Isaiah 40, 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God gives us supernatural strength 
when we feel worn out, when we feel tired. In those moments, dear friends, run to Jesus. Run to Jesus. Your kids love you so much, and so does God. Don't forget that. Gee, grace and unconditional love. That's what God has for us. God's amazing grace. It's so very sweet. Just like the song, Amazing Grace. As mothers, that's, that's what we have for our children. No matter what they do, we still love them. 1 Peter 4, 6. Love covers a multitude of sins. Sometimes I find that our kids teach us a lot. Sometimes we're constantly learning from them. My Abigail teaches me a lot about grace. Her sincerely caring heart never judges me when I've screwed up. She just has arms full of love for me. She always says, Mom, come here. And she has a hug for me. I'll ever be grateful that I'm her mom. H, a hedge of protection. In a woman's group one time, I received some of the best advice I've ever gotten. A wonderful woman of God was, was praying for us and speaking to us about praying over our kids. Every day, praying over them. This lady was Linda Romine. She said to pray for a hedge of protection before our kids left for school or left the house or went back to college or before you ended a phone call. See, God has given us authority. He has given us authority over the enemy. I left that day thinking, I want to do this. I want to, I want to pray over my kids. And from that day on, as, as the three girls gathered to walk out the door for school and get on the bus, I would raise my right hand and pray over them. I would say out loud, God, please put a hedge of protection around them. Keep them safe. Now as my older girls are leaving, they're rushing out the door, and I'm like, oh, Lord, just please put a hedge of protection around them. Keep them safe help them through this day, and they're like, yeah, Mom, I know, I know, I know. And I'm sure I annoy them, but I also know that they realize the power in the words I am speaking over them. They realize the power of God and that he will protect them. A good friend of mine, Julie, at work, also shared with me that when her kids were teenagers, whenever they left the house, she would say to them, make good choices. Trust is hard to rebuild. And I'll say that to the girls now. Let me tell you, it makes an impact. They really think about those words. And I believe as they're out and about and interacting and doing whatever they're doing, they're thinking in the back of their heads, wow, I, I better make, make good choices. So the words we speak to our kids, over our kids, shapes them, forms them, 
protects them. You know what? Your, your kids might think this is annoying, or they might roll their eyes at you, but that's okay. It's our job to annoy them too, and it's kind of fun. You see, I first learned about God's authority in our lives from my husband's grandma, Annabelle. A couple of years ago, I entered a writing contest. I never won, uh, but I want to share with you an expert, uh, excerpt from that entry. It's entitled, Faith Like Graham. I'll never forget that spot on the highway the rolling country hills between Dodgeville and Platteville, the thoughts racing through my mind. The third ultrasound had just been done, and the doctor told me they were concerned from the first two ultrasounds. The baby doesn't seem to be growing as we expected. There appears to be a cyst on one of the kidneys. There could be several things wrong. We're going to have to keep a close eye on this. That's never good when you hear that from a doctor. With tears flooding my eyes, I pulled over, trying to comprehend what I had just heard. There was something really wrong with my baby. I had never been pregnant before. I didn't know what to expect. But I did know who I needed to call. With my hands shaking, I dug into my pocket and pulled out my flip phone Yes, that's how old I am. I called my husband's grandma, Annabelle. First one ring, and then another. Please pick up, I thought. And I heard her sweet voice. What's the matter, she said. What's going on? I caught my breath. There's something wrong with the baby. I went on to tell her what I had been told. She stopped me mid-sentence. She said, put your hand on your belly and listen to me. We are going to pray. Lord, you are a good father, she said, and we trust you. We believe that you have big plans for this baby, and we thank you for this baby and for this gift of life. Then with such faith and confidence, she said, this baby will be healthy and well in the name of Jesus. I sat there stunned, not saying anything. And then in a voice I answered, yes. Yes, I believe this. My baby is healthy. My baby is well. The authority, the authority God has given us. She taught me that. And she is. My Isabella is 14 years old. She is strong and healthy. And she's a wonderful big sister. <laughs> authority. We all need it. We need to speak God's authority over every situation we face. There's no situation that's too big for God. Our God is a big God, right? He's a big God. There's no situation that we can't bring to him, that he doesn't want to hear. He wants us to run to him. So every day, we should be in the word. 
We need to notice and take time for our kids. Do you know that just five minutes, five minutes of your undivided attention with each one of your kids every day can impact them for years to come? And this is for adult children, too. I, I really want to emphasize this today. All of you who have grown adult children, take some time and call them. Talk to them on the phone. Spend time with them. They need you, and they want to hear from you, even if you annoy them. We have an opportunity, an opportunity to love like Jesus, which is the greatest blessing. Nobody's better than anybody else. And we all have the chance to just love each other with pure, sincere love. Grace. Gosh. Oh, I'm sorry. You. forgot to understand. We have to understand that we are going to make mistakes. And that's okay. We're not perfect. The only perfect person who ever walked this earth was Jesus. Not us. There's nobody in this room. There's nobody watching online. There's nobody who's perfect. Grace. That unconditional love. God loves you so much. He doesn't care where you are in your life. He doesn't care what you've been going through as far as not being good enough. A lot of people come to church and they're like, I don't even want to come in because I've done this or I've done that. God loves you. He loves you for who you are. You don't have to be somebody else. He loves you. A hedge of protection. Please pray. Please pray for these young people who are around you. They need your prayers every day. I am so thankful for the opportunity. I feel blessed to have been here today. And I hope something in this message spoke to you. Ladies, remember you are enough. God has given you your kids or the kids around you, the kids in your lives, for a reason. He picked you. Thank you. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you for reminding us, the ladies here of the church, who may be here today and, and needed to hear that, that they are enough, and that through Christ Jesus, they have impact. They're making an impact on their children's lives and their families' lives. Thank you. Thank you very much, Heidi. Can we, can we at this time, can we stand as a church? And I would like us, if we can do this, can we just gather around the ladies of our church right now? Just gather around the ladies. Everybody, I don't want any lady to be standing alone. Can we just give some mama hugs right now? Give some mama hugs. I'm going to ask Michelle if she would just say a prayer blessing over the ladies of this church.
Nobody's alone. Nobody's alone right now. Make sure we gather around our ladies. Even if you don't know her, just give, say, can I give you a mama hug? God, what an awesome day. What a beautiful day this is. We thank you for your presence. God, thank you for your words, uh, your truth that was spoken today. Um, Lord, I'm reminded of a verse in Proverbs 31 that says that we are clothed with strength and dignity and that we, we don't need to have fear, God, but we can laugh at the future. So God, I pray that over each and every person, every woman in here today, um, I pray, Lord, that they would just find their strength in you. God, that as they seek you, God, blessings and blessings, God, would just abound in their life. God, we know that in every circumstance, you are the answer. So get in all the worries and concerns, God, that we have as parents, as moms, um, as grandmas, as daughters and sisters. And um, we just cast those cares upon you. God, we don't need to worry. We know that you are the answer. So we just ask for that peace that passes all understanding, God, just flood our hearts today. I pray that each woman would just believe and know, um, God, that they can walk with dignity. And that means that they can feel valued and they can know that they are loved and they were chosen by you. So we thank you, Lord. Thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for the influence that we have over the lives of our children pray that um, just you would remind each and every woman, God, how much they are loved today. They can't be any more loved than they are right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Can we just give them a hug right now? Just go ahead and just give a hug on them. Tell how much you love them and you appreciate them. You are blessed. You are blessed because you have this lady in your life. You are blessed. You are blessed. Heidi, the one thing I, I appreciated about your message is how you share with us your faith story in that message. You talked about the women of faith that have impacted your faith. You share with us your relationship with Jesus in your story. And I would just ask you this morning, before we close out the service, do you have a relationship with Jesus? I don't know where you are this morning. Those who are watching online, I don't know where you are in your faith journey. But maybe you're here and you're looking for peace. You're looking for hope. You're looking for answers. I want you to know it's found in relationship with Jesus. God does not want your religion. He wants your relationship. He wants your heart. Will you give him your heart this morning? Giving your heart to Jesus is, is not some religious ritual. It's just it's just just like that. It's just calling out to Jesus right now. If that is you, and you know you need to give your heart to Jesus, you're looking for that peace that passeth all understanding. Just I just ask you to just pray along with me in this prayer. Just say, God, I need you. You know the condition of my heart today. And you know how much I need you. I'm asking you today to come and live inside of me. 
I'm asking for your peace. I'm asking for that grace. Sometimes I'm so hard on myself and I need your grace. So Lord, I choose today to come in relationship with you. Forgive me of my sins. I'm choosing today to walk in relationship with the living God through Christ Jesus. My life is forever changed. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen, amen. I'm so excited that we serve a God of life change. Can we just celebrate the God of life change today? In Jesus' name, thank you, God. Hey, this is Sheldon Miles here, pastor at Thrive Church, and I want to thank you for watching this video. And if it impacted you in any way, I want to encourage you to do three things. First, become a part of the Thrive Church family by subscribing and following us. Make sure to join us on our Facebook page every Sunday. Second thing is share. Share with your friends, coworkers, and the people around you. The final thing, consider partnering with us financially. If this ministry is impacting you, I would ask you to pray about what you can give to help us take this message to the entire 715. And as always, we want you to know that you are welcome, accepted, and loved here at Thrive Church. And remember, you were created to thrive. We'll see you next week.